the top players and legends to the very best analysts around the world from wherever the beautiful game is played. This is BTP. Now, we're talking football. Delighted to be joined on BTP today by former Scotland manager Craig Brown, a real legend of Scottish football, the last manager to take the nation to a um, major tournament in the men's game, the World Cup of 1998. Craig, thanks for joining us. Very happy to join you, yes, and I see you there with the message jersey behind you, so it can't be better than that. <laughs> First question, Craig, are you enjoying the football being back down in England, even though it's behind closed doors? What do you make of all of that? Well, I've watched uh, many games. Uh, there's one on uh, at this present time. I'm not watching that, obviously. I'm talking to you, but uh, I've watched the games, and I can honestly say that they're not the same without the atmosphere of the crowd. That's my uh, that's my feeling, anyway. But uh, I've got to, to say that the standard is good, the quality of play is good, but the excitement's not the same without the crowd. Craig, you're someone that's been involved with football your entire life, of course. Uh, you've, you've had different roles. You've been a player. You've also been a manager. I understand you're now a director. How are you enjoying your new role? Well, uh, you're, you're just uh, <laughs> a little too late with that because I was a director until a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. There was a, there was a change in the regime at, uh, at uh, Aberdeen with a new owner coming in, a new chairman. And uh, he has... Uh, streamlined the board to get investment from America and uh, from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So his four of us on the board have been asked to step down, which is okay. But he said to me, I want you to stay, I want you to stay. I said, well, what do you want me to do? He said, I would like you to be the ambassador of the football club, Mm -hmm. which many people think. I'm now the Aberdeen Football Club ambassador. Many people think that's promotion. (laughs) I don't know Mm -hmm. whether it's promotion or not, but... I've got a very nice job now. Um, I don't have to go to board meetings because I'm no longer. I would say for the last seven years I was a director when I finished as the manager. Uh, and it was the oldest manager in Britain, I think, at the time, as Alec Ferguson kept, or Sir Alec kept telling me, you're the older. He says, you're the oldest manager in Scotland. I said, oh, is that right? He says, and then he phoned me a week later, you're the oldest manager in Britain. <laughs> so I was 72. I was just a young guy at the time. I was only 72 then. And he said, uh, he trying to tell me something. He said, I've looked, I've actually looked the whole of Europe and there's only one manager older than you and that's Trapattoni, but he's an international manager. So you're the oldest <laughs> club manager in Europe. So uh, just at that point, Archie Knox and I were, it was the winter time, it was cold in Aberdeen. So we said to the chairman, we'll finish at the end of the season, which uh, he said we'd like you to stay on, but uh, he asked me to stay on as a director. So that's uh, that was the end of me, as you know. You said I was a director. The that was just slightly out of date. But, did you enjoy uh, that, Craig? Role? Did you enjoy that role as the director? Yeah, I did enjoy it, but uh, I think I'm, I'm enjoying this one even better because you know, and officially I'm an ambassador sure. of the club now. I represent the club at uh, you know at meetings and they, they deal with supporters, uh, disabled supporters. We have a memories right. group. Uh, we have a dementia group. We have. Uh, football at night, the walking football, we have ladies football, women's football. And I, I attend all these things and uh, I'm really representing the club. If there's, a, <laughs> if there's a funeral, we want somebody to go go and represent Aberdeen Football That's Club at a former player's funeral, that kind of thing. And it's, 
it's a very nice job. The same job as Gary McAllister had at Liverpool before mm -hmm. he came up to Rangers. And in terms but, of um, yourself, Craig, you mentioned Archie Knox there, um, a character of, of Scottish football, obviously worked at Manchester United, worked with yourself over the years as well. What's that, what, what, was it, what was it like working with Archie? Because the two of you are quite a double act. Aye, well, aye, all the men Archie killed are still alive. You know, <laughs> 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 because Archie's, always, Archie's got a, a reputation for being a bit uh, rough, rough and tough, and he is, but he's at a heart of gold, Archie, and he's very sensitive uh, and very knowledgeable, obviously a wonderful football uh, exponent, because he worked with Alec Ferguson at Aberdeen mm. and then Sir Alec at Manchester United, he worked mm. with Walter Smith at Rangers and at Everton. He's got a terrific uh, CV in terms of uh, the people he's worked with in football. Uh, and he was assistant manager of teams in England. Like it, it, Paul Lynch made him assistant at Blackburn, for example. He was assistant mm -hmm. there. He was assistant at Bolton Wanderers with Sammy Lee. So, you know, Archie has been a manager himself too in Scotland at Dundee and at Forfa, but he excels in the training ground and he's a, a wonderful trainer of footballers. I think everyone agrees with that. And of course, he's, he's back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had. Uh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. You, you, like I say, you've been in football such a long time. You've had so many great highlights in your career. We've talked to a lot of people that know you, um, obviously, Craig Burley being one of them. When you look back in your career, obviously, taking your country to the World Cup must have been one of them. What stands out for you as the golden memories, the highlights of your career? Well, I think, you know, I was very, very lucky that I was in a World Cup final in Scotland, would you believe? Mm -hmm. Now, that was the Youth World Cup final. Right. And we played Saudi Arabia, uh, 52,000 at the game, and we were beaten on penalties after extra time. Mm -hmm. Now, I think to be in a World Cup final with Scotland, you know, I look, it was only a youth, and that was in 1989. Uh, I've also been in the uh, uh, under-21 team in a European semi-final. That was good. But maybe the, the standout time was when we played Brazil in the yeah. opening game of the World Cup in I 1998. Remember, I remember it well. You know, that was, they say how many billions watched that game, the yeah. opening game. And, and they're the world champions. And the game's in Paris. And it's, you can't get a ticket. It's a sellout. It's a big, big event. And, you know, there have been big games in my time. But I think that is probably the biggest match. I've played against England several times. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, to play England at Wembley, the last time we were lucky, we, it was a second leg of the playoff. We won the game at Wembley. So, you know, you always remember a game that you win. Yeah. I remember that one. We, we didn't beat, we lost 2 1 in the opening game of the World Cup to Brazil. But these have been big uh, football matches. And uh, I'm, I'm the luckiest guy in Scotland because I've been at five major tournaments with the national team. Oh, well. Uh, I was at three World Cups and two European Championships. We've only ever been to two European Championships, Scotland. Uh, that was 92 in Sweden and 96 in England. That's right enough. And I, and I was at both of them. And Alec Ferguson, Sir Alec, took me as, on the staff to Mexico in 86. So I was one of the coaches there. And then I was assistant manager in 1990 in Italy, the World Cup. Mm. And then I was a manager in 1998. So I've been really, really lucky to have been at... We haven't been at a tournament for 12 years. Eight, yeah. Sorry, more than that, 20 years. Yeah. And in 12 19. years, I was at five. That's incredible. So, 
you can't you can't be, beat that in terms of uh, good luck and, and enjoyment. Who would you say were the biggest characters you managed during your time as Scotland manager? Oh, there were many. I think you know everyone uh, acknowledges Ali McCoyst as a character. You know, and I could do a whole night of stories of Ali McCoyst. You know, <laughs> now he was a character. We had other characters like uh, John Spencer. He was a, a character. Uh, Tosh McKinley was a character. And we're talking about uh, you know dressing room characters. Uh, these guys were very good. We had, uh, I think, outstanding personalities in the team but not all the, the, the jocular type. But these guys that are mentioned, I think particularly Ali McCoyst, you, you always have a smile on your face when you see uh, when Ali's around. You know, and even when he broke his leg, we were playing Portugal in Lisbon and he broke his leg and he got stretchered off. And I've never seen a worse looking leg. The bone, it was tib tibia bone, was right through the skin. And, and, you know, it was right through the shin guard. And, I mean, I was squeamish looking at it. And Andy Roxford was the manager. I was the assistant. I said, well, you take him, go with them to the hospital. Because they'll keep him in and they won't manage to fly back with the team. So I went with him. And this is McCoy. He's got heavy morphine. The trolley's going in and the big guy's wheeling him. I said, I saw you on television. You were playing. He says, yeah. And he looked at his jerry. Oh, number nine, McCoy. He says, you'll be all right in this hospital. He says to McCoy, and Alice says, why is that? He says, we've got English-speaking doctors here. Alice says, oh, that's great. We've got none in heaven, Scotland. <laughs> 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 he's, he's always got a line. I, I'll tell you a lovely story about him. We have stories all night about him. But we, before the World Cup, we played a friendly with France and St Etienne. France, France were the, the coast team. They didn't have to qualify. So we were asked to play them, and we went over there. And oh, what a team. It was actually the team that actually won the World Cup in France. We were playing, but we didn't know that at the time. But anyway, uh, I looked at their team and I was, and I said to Burley, Craig Burley, I said, Burley, your job is number 10. He's called Zidane. If he crosses that halfway line of the ball and you don't whack him, <laughs> you will be on the bench sitting here. Your number, you'll be substituted. And he nodded, he said, so... Two minutes after the start, McCoy was a substitute sitting along with Two minutes after the start, what a tackle. Uh, Budley put on Zidane's arm, right on there, collapsed. And I thought it was a red card right away. Now it was a friendly. I think the wee Spanish uh, referee thought we'll keep the 11 aside. So he called him over and he said to Budley, uh, you're a bit late. Number eight, Budley says, I got as early as I could. <laughs> 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 He said, your name? He said, Craig Burley. And I said, I said to my colleague Archie, I said, I think he's going to be sent off. And there was a pause and he put up the yellow card. Well, we were so delighted. And McCoy mm. shouts at Burley from the side of the, from the technical area. He shouts, Burley. And he looks around, one more tackle like that, pal. You'll be joining your teeth in the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Burley always had this two fans. Well, that was the, that was the funny. That was a good start. But then at half time, we're down one nothing, and just after half time, I said to McCoy, "Get warmed up," and I thought we'll take Gordon Jury off and put on McCoy. So while he's warming up, Jury scored the best goal I've seen Scotland score. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was fabulous. Twenty yards, top corner, and I always feel when a guy scored, he's on a high and he's 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 very full of. Uh, 
enthusiasm, full of confidence. So I'm taking make a mistake, take them off. He's just scored a goal. So McCoy's warming up and I says, Ali, we'll leave it just now. <laughs> and he came over and he says, he shook his head, he says, Jury, one goal in six years. <laughs> he says, prolific. No, listen, Greg, keep keep going. They're, they're well, great yeah. stories. We'd love to hear them. Well, right, there's, plenty, there's plenty more, but uh, one of the stories I've got to ask you about Craig is um, about Craig Burley. Um, he played right wing back. What was that like at the World Cup when you told him that news? Well, he wasn't happy. He thought he was well. He was a central midfield player, and uh, I'm, I'm rather blunt, maybe too blunt uh, at times, because I just say the truth. I said uh, to, to him, I said you can't get a game in midfield. I said we've got McAllister, we've got uh, McC uh, Collins particularly, we've got Lambert. Uh, if you want a game, you'll have to play in the wide right position, you know, really uh, right back pushing forward. Now he's brilliant in that position. I can tell you, against Brazil in the opening game, they had more shots at goal than anybody else, any other other players. He played the game very well, but. You know, players like to be involved in the action. A guy like Burnley, very, very good player. Hugely talented player. And he had been player of the year, I, I think, in the last season. I think he was at Celtic at that time. I mean, it might have been at Chelsea, but he was player of the year. And he says, I'm player of the year in midfield. I says, I know you're good, but I'll be blunt with you. I'm not, you're not a first choice in midfield. If you want to be in the team, you'll be at fullback. Yeah, the wing, right, the wing back position. Now, we played there. Now, I've got to say, I think he was exceptionally good. And against Brazil, his performance was faultless. Uh, and, but, you know, we would like to have had, you know, if I had two Craig Burleys, I could have one in midfield and one at full. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he, he had an opinion. And he still has an opinion on your television in the US. He does, that's right. He, um, but, but, but the thing is, he, he you know, he, he doesn't just talk it, he can yeah. produce it, you know, so you, you forgive a guy if he's very critical on his, in his uh, analysis, working for the television, the only thing you can say, or, or the main thing you can say in his defence is this, that he could do it, he's not just talking it, and he was a very, very good football player, and I had him right through the under-21s and the national team, and, you know, terrific. So many great players on that team, uh, Craig. And when you look back on that, um, it was hard, it's hard to believe that that's the last time Scotland would be at a major tournament. Um, and when I look back through previous eras in Scottish football, so many great players that um, even going back to the 80s and England, 70s, why has it stopped? Why, what, what has happened to Scottish football? Well, I think... Uh, the, the thing that's happened domestically is too many foreign players have been brought in. Mm -hmm. Now, they certainly enhanced the game for a spell. When I had the Scotland job, there were very good foreign players in, <laughs> playing in our country. For example, Larson at Celtic and uh, loud up at Rangers and, of course, uh, the magic of Gascoigne. Now, these guys were coming and getting well paid by the old firm in particular. And that was reducing the opportunity for some young Scottish talent, you know, it was a hard job for younger boys, Scottish boys to get uh, into the top teams because they were 
trying to buy, well, they were successful. Rangers were in the final in Europe. Celtic were in Seville in the final in yeah, Europe. That's right. So in those days, you know, the, the talent in the team was largely, not really largely, but the predominantly the foreign players who were the key men. That Terry Butcher came and uh, did, uh, did the defensive work for Rangers. And of course, they had all the other very, very good players, Celtic the same. So uh, it's an oversimplification, but my belief is that uh, there should have been a restriction in the number of foreign players. Mm-hmm. And that would have forced us to put uh, young Scottish players in. Now, they did that in France. In, a, in France, you were only allowed, uh, you weren't allowed more than 20 prof- professional players in your squad. Anyone over 20 had to be under 21. And uh, John Collins told us he played for Monaco. And they said that rule was in place and they got a couple of injuries. And uh, they would have gone out and bought two, but they could have afforded to buy them. Tigana was the manager, they would go out and buy a couple of players. But he couldn't buy them. So what did he do? He put two young guys from the reserves. He was forced to put Treasure Gay and Terry Henry into the first team. Two years later, they were winning the World Cup. Now, John will admit that he would, they would never have been put into the Monaco team if there hadn't been a rule in France that you can only have 20 professionals over the age of 21. So we didn't do that in Scotland. And we let things slip, I'm afraid. And uh, unfortunately, there aren't the same number of young Scottish players coming through now. And last question, Craig, we're we're conscious of your time. You've talked there about the players that you had in your time in the national team. You look at the likes of John McGinn down south now, Andrew Robertson, Kieran Tierney, Stuart Armstrong. um, There's others as well. Who, Who do you think in the domestic game could be the next to make that step to the Premier League and be successful? Uh, from here in, in our league, well, you know, I'm uh, ambassador of Aberdeen Football Club. I don't want to sell it, sell it any of our players, but we've got one or two players, young players. McKenna at centre-half has got every attribute to be a top-class player. Uh, in midfield, uh, Lewis Ferguson. And Scott McKenna and Lewis Ferguson, I think, could go down south. Now, uh, Celtic have one or two outstanding young players, uh, McGregor and Christie, for example. They already, we've just seen that Tierney's gone, but you know, uh, and I'm sure that uh, Brendan Rodgers will know all about these guys, the other ones. But I think uh, Ryan Christie and and, uh, young McGregor are outstanding young players at Celtic, and they could certainly get down south without a problem to play at the top level. there will be others, but it's there are not as many as there used to be going from Scotland down to succeed in England. Well, as I say, Craig, it's been it's been a pleasure um, having you on, Phil. Have you got one last question before Craig goes? I've got a forty of them. I'd actually love to get you back, Craig. I had some internet connections, on. I'd love to do it again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's well, been yeah. an absolute pleasure speaking to you. At, uh, I mean, what a fantastic career you've had. There's so many things I'd love to talk to you about that I didn't get to talk to you about. But if we could get you back again, I, I would love to do it again. Well, me anytime. I'd be very happy. But I, I'm sorry, I, I actually talked too long and telling stories, you know. And you can never talk, talk too long. No, but I was going on and I thought I had longer to speak. That's why I was extending the answers even. Craig, we would love long. we would love to have you back to maybe get an hour with you to tell these stories so that you can tell them properly but, and so we can just sit and listen because Absolutely. for me, I remember the 98 World Cup. I remember watching it, I remember it well. I'm 40, I'm in my 40s. This brings back great memories for me and for a football encyclopedia like yourself, 
uh, it would be an absolute privilege to sit and listen to these stories. I really well, would love to do that again. Just, I'll, I'll work in a Zoom better the next time. <laughs> you, you know who was asking me if they could talk to you, actually? It was, uh, do you know Jerry Armstrong? Yes, Jerry, lovely guy. Jerry has his own podcast, and uh, yeah, he does a lot of, he does a, he, do, he catches up with a lot of people from the 80s now, and I was telling him I was going to be talking to you, and he's good. God, he's a guy I'd love to speak to. So um, yeah. maybe we can put you in touch. But Craig, absolute pleasure. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate being with you. Thank you. Thank pleasure, you. Craig.